Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Magic Mike. Now today we have a special guest from Sweden and he's none other than Thomas Hörbe. Did I get your name correct? Yeah, that's that was good. Hi Barrett, nice Perfect. to be here. Perfect. <laughs> Thank you Thomas. Thank you for coming on the show today. Um you know, really had a great chat before this. You're based in Sweden and you were telling me that you actually started your podcasting journey in 2012. Am yeah. I right? I think that's pretty early, right? Yeah, it is. It yeah. is. So we had a few podcasts here in Sweden that that grow pretty big. That was mm-hmm. sort of connected to one of our our largest newspapers. So I I got interested in it and uh, and eventually I decided to start my own podcast. Gotcha. Could you tell us more about the shows? You know, what was your first show and what shows are you doing now? Yeah, sure. So I have done it in the various different topics. So so my first one was actually about uh, philosophy, religion, about science and so on. So I wanted to do a show where I could bring in people of different opinions, mm-hmm. uh, of different religious faith and put- put- political views. And mm-hmm. I had a co-host that had, you know, we were sort of uh, opposite so we had we had different takes on things so so when we invited a guest we could have a, a quite uh, uh, you know conversation yeah exactly yeah. so that was the idea so mm-hmm. um what we did then is that i bought a few mics so i i bought the blue snowball mic and i sent it ah. to my to my colleague and then we we uh, sort of set up a skype call and that's the old original <laughs> skype that we did this was in 2012 <laughs> it was in 2012 so it, it gotcha. was the original skype and we connected and i mm-hmm. uh, think um, i w- i mean i had a macintosh on on that um, in that days mm-hmm. and uh, and you know the guest of course might have different and it was mm-hmm. i think it was um, there was a plugin that you could use for Skype that that did the the recording. So we we used that. So it was basically the Skype sound that we got. Right, and, right, right. Um, yeah, and what I could get through that already then was that I could get the separate tracks. So right. I got I got the compressed sound, but I got the separate tracks. So that 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 helps with editing in that sense. Exactly, and um, yeah, and it was a lot of work editing it. I think I spent four hours a week just editing that show, and it was an hour long. So, so I mean, walk us through. You know, what did you use to use for editing as a? You know, what do you use to use as an editing tool before in twenty twelve? Yeah, so I've basically used the same tool since then. Uh, right. So right now I'm not doing all of my editing myself. But when I started in 2012, uh, I found Audacity. And I think it's a very popular choice about many, uh, for many podcasters. And I think it's uh, have been a really good tool that is fast to work. It's fast to work with. It's... Mm-hmm. Uh, and have have a lot of good functionality. Then probably I don't use all of the fancy stuff, but mm-hmm. it, it helped me quite a lot. Gotcha. And you know, moving forward to twenty twenty one, right? This is like eight years, nine years, yeah. nine years in this industry. What setup are you using right now? Yeah, right now I actually just got. Uh, I think you know this better than I am, but the Shure <laughs> Seven mic, right? MV Seven, uh, yes. MV Seven mic. So I just got it actually mm-hmm. uh, a month ago or so. So for for many years I used my Blue Snowball, and mm-hmm. um, and then also I have had uh, other things that I've had um, as an addition to that. I've also used these small uh, Rode. Uh, small mics that you can uh, uh, just put 
What do the you call smart it? love, the levelier. Yeah, exactly. That is just right, right. You know, really small that you can wear. So mm-hmm. I've used that when I'm out in the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've also tried some other. There is a, a device called Zoom that is also a field recorder. Uh, uh, the H4, H6? I don't know exactly uh, which one, but uh, I've tried okay. to use that uh, as well. So gotcha. you, you can say, I mean, when I did my first show, it, it was definitely, I, I made sure that all the hosts had this um, blue snowball. Uh, mm-hmm. Then I did my, my second show, and that was an internal podcast that I did uh, at my company. And that mm-hmm. was something that I all, uh, often did on the fly. So then I wanted to to sort of have a lighter gear. So mm-hmm, then mm-hmm. I actually just got a, a Sennheiser uh, headset that was uh, pretty cheap. It's just $30, $40, but it, it's wow. quite good. It's a USB headset that has right. some uh, some noise reduction and so on. So I, I think it, it gives you... Um, surprisingly good content. Uh, the only thing is that you, you get some of these pop sounds. Uh, sometimes it's hard to control it, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that is basically what I've been using since now. I, I've used that the Sennheiser headset just until uh, very recently. Gotcha. And, until you got the MV7. Yeah, exactly. And that's because I've been very, you know, mobile. I Since this is something I do on the side, I have mm-hmm. other main uh, sort of professional duties. So so I need to be very m- mobile and flexible. But, you know, now in Corona times, I basically set up my home studio here <laughs> with a green screen, with lights and, and with a right. mic. So, so it suits me pretty good to have this. But but I never had sort of a studio to, to record in mm. and work or anything. So you have been always been on the go in that sense. It's been yeah. always an outdoor recording setup, rather than you know having a fixed uh, setup. Yeah. Maybe not outdoors, but you, you know but, just grabbing a place to sit uh, and yeah. Uh, but but uh, I also do another thing that mm. is a little bit a different setup. So so right now I, I'm doing a podcast in e-commerce. I'm doing a podcast in SaaS, but I'm also doing a third one in virtual reality. And there we actually wow. choose to be in virtual reality. So we all have our headsets on. So we see each other and walk around in a virtual room where we can have displays, we can have objects, we can have our notes and, and walk around. And then we use these um, these uh, Rode small mics. So right, right. And so we we record our sounds through. I do it through my iPhone. So I have the okay. mic connected to my iPhone. Connected, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I do high-quality recording there. And I know that my colleagues, they have some different uh, setups at their place. Mm-hmm. And then we mix it together. Uh, so so that is how we do that. So you're actually like wearing the virtual glasses, that, that virtual setup, and you're actually walking around and talking. Yeah, absolutely. And of wow. course, you know, the, the mic quality in the headset is not good enough to use that sound Mm-mm. in the podcast. So that's why I have the, the other mic. Le- Lovely. Yeah. But I've also done material, you know, where I combine the the cap the video capture I do in virtual reality with the sound that I capture with my um, mic. So you can do a lot of fun gotcha. stuff with that. Is that produced as a video as well? That virtual reality or is it just only audio? Well... Yeah, so we are not doing a video version of it. What we have done is that we have recorded some video to use sort of to promote the show. But, I mean, we could choose to do um, like a whole video, but we haven't seen the 
the use of it yet. But and what we also can do is that we can live stream it. So so we are using Oculus Quest, and I mean it's by Facebook, so you can stream to Facebook, for instance. And there is also ways to sort of stream it, so you can put it on Twitch or Amazon. So uh, sorry, on uh, on YouTube. Right. Yeah. So it's like a virtual podcast. Yeah. Wow, this is like <laughs> wow. This is like really innovation in a different level and because I I got this hypothesis where 2021 is where podcasting is going to be made much more easier but virtual podcast yeah. that's on another level. That's like yeah, you can do it more advanced as well. So I I think you're right. I I think the last years and and uh, especially now to come uh, podcasting right. will be much more accessible for people and I know that the, there are these apps I don't know if you have tried them on called Spreaker, Spreaker and similar yep. that you would do everything with your mobile phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the hosting service. Yeah, absolutely. And and then it's the the new web services also that helps you do a lot of things. It's 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 amazing, you know, how innovative and creative podcasting is evolving to be. Yeah. Um, like for example, Clubhouse, right? Clubhouse yeah. is an app. Um, which people use to have conversation nowadays. I read an article earlier this year that says that uh, Clubhouse is going to destroy podcasting. Yeah, it's going to kill I, podcasting. Yeah, I don't. What are your thoughts so. on that? I, no, I think uh, Clubhouse is a great addition to podcasting. So, and I've used this in this way as well. So, if you see the benefit of, of Clubhouse, is that sort of um, you can be engaged in the conversation. You 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 listen in on a real time conversation where you also can be engaged. Raise mm-hmm. raise up your hand and ask a question. Um, the downside is it is that it's real time that you can't choose when you're going to listen. Maybe you like mm-hmm. to listen when you're at the gym or when you travel to work. Um, and, uh, you know, the match doesn't times. Uh, the, the time doesn't match. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, well, right now it's audio quality. Audio quality is not that good. So, so it right. might not be. And, 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 and also the, the discussions can sometimes be a little bit messy. Um, but... As a podcaster, you know, the the boring thing of doing podcasts uh, is that you don't have that close relationship with your listeners. It's quite hard mm-hmm. to get that input to build those relations. Of course, you can try to build a community. You can have live recording and mm-hmm. you can have people call in or you can have them in the chat or so on. But it's quite hard, at, uh, in my experience, at least. So one thing that I've seen, and I think it's easier if you have a big podcast, is that you have sort of um, a, a, an after a follow-up talk on Clubhouse where you sort mm-hmm. of have the guest that you had on the podcast. You say that if you want to ask the guest any questions, we're going to be on podcasts um, on Friday and you can join and so on. So it, it becomes something that is is sort of um, is enhancing the whole podcast experience. So when you're doing the mm-hmm. podcast, you can invite them to the Clubhouse event. And, and when you promote the Clubhouse event, you can say, uh, listen to the podcast uh, before you come. Yeah. Uh, and then you can ask questions and so on. Gotcha. So, I don't talk about promotion. One one thing, one thing that is is you know people have limited amount of time. So of course, if they spend a lot of hours on Clubhouse, they might not have that time Time to on on podcast. But that goes with everything. If you spend a lot of time on TikTok, for instance, or or some (laughs) other platform, it's the same. You just have twenty four hours, unfortunately. Yeah. So Thomas, 
you talked about promotion. You know, compared to twenty twelve and now, how how do you promote your podcast? You know, what kind of tools do you use, or how has it evolved? Yeah, for me, it's very different, but that's more due to the audience. So when mm-hmm. I started that podcast, there actually was a, a good community in Sweden. Uh, among skeptics and and people that were interested in religion and philosophy and pseudoscience and so on and they actually lived on twitter so that there was a twitter community that we could tap into so uh, so that's how we had our our main interaction with the audience and you know we we sort of used twitter and facebook to announce our show um, mm-hmm. and then also uh, we um, so so we grew by finding people within that community that we could lift up. Uh, so, so that was basically how we grew. We tried, we mm-hmm. tried to find interesting people and interesting topic that was engaging for, for, for people. So we didn't do any, besides social media, we didn't do any advertising. Right, so right. what we're doing today, since I'm doing two very business-focused podcasts, it's all about LinkedIn. It's all about gotcha. LinkedIn. So since November, we have a LinkedIn page for one of them, and we have now 1,500 mm. followers and uh, quite a lot of engagement uh, around our posts. So we are, are pushing for we're pushing for the podcast episodes, the Clubhouse events. We are also doing other things where we engage with our community with um, mm-hmm. voting and uh, try also to... Um, Put attention to uh, to people and companies that uh, that we like. Awesome. So it's 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 you know it's like wonderful that journey that you talked about from twenty twelve to twenty twenty one from editing setup to promotion the apps that came through it's it's quite insightful like how podcasting has evolved especially the part where you say that virtual reality is the next step to podcasting and you've really done it it's not like it's a MVP. You've already done it. That's yeah. the best part. Uh, and you know, there there are other virtual reality podcasts, but that's basically you know people sitting and talking to each other in Zoom or so as uh, any podcast. So I don't mm-hmm. know of any other podcasts really where where the people that are doing it are in virtual reality when they do it. And what we do there as well to engage with our listeners is that we invite them to to um, sort of. Um, a meetup in virtual reality. So we say that, okay, we are not, we, we want to meet your listeners. So we will be here Thursday night. You can come to this virtual room and we can meet and we can talk and so on. So that is, wow. you know, it's also about building community uh, there. Wow, really? Wow. This is mind blowing, Thomas. This is yeah. really my, what is the name of the show? Could you give a shout out to the name yeah, of the so show? Unfortunately, this is in Swedish. So it's my only Swedish show for the moment. So right. it's a, uh, perspective uh, podden so it, it means the perspective podcasts so we talk about different perspectives and and also how it relates to virtual reality so right now it's only in swedish uh, but uh, yeah who knows if we're going to so, do it in english as well so if you're a guest listening to it um do they also need that virtual setup no no um, it, it's a, it's a regular podcast but then if right. you want to meet us, yeah, well, then there is a meetup on Thursday night. So then they can just show up in our sort of studio. So we, you know, we have a, our virtual studio when we have, right. all our, you know, stuff that we used for the episode and they can sort of join us and, and be in that room and spend an hour with us. That's awesome. That's really awesome, Thomas. Now, 
interestingly, you know, in tw- from tw- 2012 to 2021, you may have faced a lot of challenges podcasting, right? What has been your biggest challenge as a podcast host? I mean, the biggest challenge then and the biggest challenge now, actually, mm-hmm. is when you have guests and they have crappy, uh, you know, equipment. So sometimes, you know, uh, you have a guest, they, they don't even have a mic or a headset. They just have their computer mm-hmm. uh, or they have a, a really bad headset um, or, you know, you get um, uh, s- s- sort of... Y- you get this no it's all about the sound quality from from the guest i think that's the biggest problem right now and i i do i know that i talked to another guy that are doing a really professional um, historical podcast and mm-hmm, he, mm-hmm. he has a lot of you know old professors on the other side so he actually sends them recording equipment for each episode wow um, and he has i mean he makes a living on that podcast so I can't really do that on my podcast, so I, mm-hmm. I you know, I, I'm pretty dependent on that. The guest is doing the best they can, but the other part has been, you know, the quality of the sound. So as I said before, we started out using the Skype recorded sound, and you know, and in my first podcast, we eventually started to record our sound locally quite soon. Yeah. The, the hosts, but you still had sort of the the guest sound that was crappy. Yeah. And, um, but now, uh, what, what I tried to do sort of started a few years ago is that I, I wanted my guests to start record locally. But mm-hmm. then there is the problem that, well, you don't really want to tell the guest to install a software on their computer, especially if they're, it's their work computer. So, yeah, yeah. so then I've used the sort of native recording apps on PC and Mac. So it's uh, the voice recorder on PC and you can use right. time on Mac, but they mm-hmm. still press the sound, both of them. So um, what's I, what I've done just a, a few months ago, I, I started to look at the different online services uh, that is available now, uh, mm. web solutions uh, where, where actually that web application handles to record locally in high quality and uploads it to the cloud while you're doing the podcast doing it so yeah. then the guests they, they don't have to think about anything about software and you get sort of the uncompressed sound sound exactly yeah. so, I think, so it's just like a plug and play just yeah, go in exactly. and, and so far so good i i think i have a good experience with that uh, so far awesome awesome thomas Thank you so much for coming on to Magic Mike and sharing with us, you know, a wonderful podcast journey you went through and a wonderful insight into virtual reality podcasts. Yeah, and, what, and what's so exciting for me, you know, what started out as a hobby project that, that I did mm-hmm. at night uh, nine years ago has been a professional advantage for me in my professional life. So, you know, um, like three or four years ago, I started an um, a podcast as my previous employer that was the first mm-hmm. podcast in its field it was about pim product information management and i really became an international thought leader within that field and now when i started my new job you know one thing mm-hmm. that they wanted was to have me in a similar situation starting a podcast and so wow. to establishing establishing more thought leadership on their side so it has been sort of one of my 
differentiators now as a professional that I can do this. And, you know, um, since I've, I've done hundreds of episodes, it's, you know, you know what to do. You can get up to speed quickly exactly. and, and so on. So it's, it's not a big project for me. I mean, I mean, I do three simultaneous podcasts now and yeah, you know, it's just a way of life. <laughs> awesome. Thomas, as a final question, Thomas, I ask this to all my guests, what you had for breakfast this morning, Thomas, two fried eggs. <laughs> Wonderful. And the cappuccino. Awesome. And the cappuccino. <laughs> Top it off with the cappuccino. Perfect. Thomas, thank you so much for coming on Magic Mike. And I hope you have a good day. And I hope the listeners had a good, insightful listen to this episode. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I had a great time. <laughs>